Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Beers, Bourbon, Business, and Broskies. I was junk, absolute yeah. complete junk. A little out of practice, dude. It's we're been a few way weeks. Way out of practice. We've, you know, tried to do this more frequently, but every time we have these, we have these great grandiose ideas like, hey, let's do it on a Friday. Then we both are like, oh shit, I can't do this. I have X, Y, Z to do. Yeah, trying to find the days to come together is uh, very difficult, especially if you live super difficult. like two hours away. Yeah, like literally in the middle of nowhere, like the least populated area I've ever seen on PA. Who where I live? Yes, where you live, dude. You used to live here. Yeah, and I left here. Uh, that's just so outrageous. But go on. So I live twenty minutes out of the fucking city. Twenty minutes, my ass. There was no traffic 20 minutes. Yeah, if you had a helicopter. All right, dude. Fuck you. Rush hour's over. I'm about to Google this. Good. Please waste that stuff. Downtown Pittsburgh. Waze sucks dick. Waze. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to fight. Waze, Waze is, is the best. Trash, Why is Waze man. trash? It just doesn't. It just doesn't do the job. I'm 22 minutes away. 22 minutes Pre- away. No, no. Press directions. Start. I'm 22 minutes away. I don't from believe the city. that. I don't believe that. This is so okay, and you said 20, so now you're 22. So now you're a liar. Okay, I've And you just lost off. all the trust we had in our I audience. was a bag of popcorn and a microwave off. That's how close I was. I'm glad that's the analogy you want to use on a reference of time. Yeah. That's a long time. Have you ever sat there waiting for a bag of popcorn? It it's seems a lot longer than two minutes to minutes. What? I mean, it's like two, I mean, I'm actually shorter than a bag of popcorn. I think it's two and a half minutes with a bag of popcorn on. Or a minute and a half. You don't put on a minute and a half, then you have a shitload of kernels. Yeah, but then you don't get burnt popcorn. You don't get burnt popcorn at two and a half. I, I think you're high. I really do. I think you are. Yeah, I wish, but no, unfortunately not. And first off, I'm going to fight you if you think that Waze isn't the best. Waze is true. Okay, what do you use? It's Google Maps. Bro. Why? Because you like the pretty colors because you can see the topographical better. map. It's way better. It's not way better. What's better about Waze? Does it show you the cops on Google Maps? Uh, they could or could not be there by the time you get there. Okay, but even if there was a cop and... Yeah, I mean, even if somebody put it there and it wasn't there, wouldn't you rather be cautious? No, then I just slow down and waste time for no fucking reason. Instead, I'll use my eyes. Oh and be wow! Like, so instead, oh, of... a cop will probably sit behind that mountain and then I'll slow down. What about on? I have common sense. That's you use debatable. ways you don't have common sense. That's you're you just stuck. You can't. You don't have common sense. Oh, really? That's the you argument you're gonna make. Sense. So I have an app that'll tell me where the police are, Mm-mm. and that's it's not the superior app. It's not true. The app tells you where the cops might be. Yes. So do my fucking eyes. Okay, what about I can this easily Google Maps? Be like, right. Oh, here comes an overpass. There might be a cop sitting there. Okay. Just Google Maps. If there's an accident, tell you which lane the accident happens in. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Oh, really? Put a little dot no, on the left or right side? No, probably not. But I'm saying... Why the fuck you... would it matter anyway? Oh, because if Have you... you ever driven... People rubberneck both fucking lanes. Who gives a shit? No, what I'm saying, though, is if you're, let's say, you're going northbound. You're in the northbound lane. There's two lanes. Yeah. It'll tell you in a northbound side, it'll be on the right oh, lane to really get in the left you? lane. Does that really help you? you? Probably. Really? Because the majority of the time, if there's an accident in the right lane, you can fly up because nobody wants to be in the right lane and then cut everybody off. Surprise, you're ahead of the game back in the fucking left lane. Okay. But... Dude, try me, bitch. But what I'm saying, though, try if me. you had Google Maps, you wouldn't know which I lane it was. More mu- Perfect. I can just tell by the flow of traffic because I have eyes and common sense. I'm like, shit, everybody's getting the left lane. Let me bolt up here, cut everybody off, and then hop in the left lane. Waste is superior. I put on more miles in backwards, you do forward. Okay? 
That's not my problem. I'm just that's saying. Maybe why you're so grouchy. If I had to drive as much as you, I would be as grouchy as you are. That's how um that's how my common sense works. Is what you do not have. They're like, oh my god, please tell me what lane to get in. Please, Waze. I don't know what to do. No, I like. I'm I somebody that's very do. analytical, and I like to take as much information as possible and process it. No, you're a sheep, and you like people telling you shit. Oh, to I'm do. sheep. I'm a you fucking a sheep. sheep. Okay. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Mr. White fucking picket fence. Keeping up with the Mr. Joneses. Ways, please tell fuck me what to here. do. The fuck out of here. Mr. Ways, please tell me which way to go. I hate you. This is probably pretty entertaining, though, because you're such a jackass. <laughs> Anywho. Um, what are we talking about today? I don't know. Do you want to talk about the business topic and or do you want to talk about the beer first? Well, you want to have like a brief introduction about what we're going to talk about the business topic and then we could just talk about the beer and then just roll right into sure. the... Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about business topic. Business topics. I think you and I were kicking back the idea of... I mean, you and I both attend, hold, whatever you want to call it, like company meetings. Not like going to a meeting like you're trying to sell something or somebody, but like yeah, internal yeah. meetings with other people. Yeah. And we were kind of one. I feel like meetings are just kind of a – people say they have meetings because it seems like it's productive on paper, but in reality, nine times out of ten, it's, a it's giant not. fucking waste of time. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about is how Kenny and I both probably think it's a giant waste of time to have at least formal meetings. Like, like I think you can isn't have – Isn't there something we could talk about that we disagree on? Um, your haircut? But, you know, that's not really business-related. you look like fucking Roger Claus from Doug Funny. <laughs> I got a lot of comments about how funny that was. That's what you look like. I don't know. What business time could we disagree on? I like the meetings one because I feel like a lot, we can actually have a All conversation right, about that. Go on. Um, Go you on. know what? You can be more creative than a potato at sometimes and actually have some input, not just, Dude, you know, just be a Every jackass. idea has been mine so far besides this one. Go on. Go on, proceed. Proceed. You're a jackass. So what are you sipping on right now, Mr. Miller? Dirt Wolf Double IPA by Victory. And what do you think? Uh, it's pretty delish. This is one of my top beers for sure. It's one of my go-tos. Yeah, I was looking at it. and It's pretty good. I don't really, though. I only like it in fall. I know, I know it's a full-time, fully, uh, what's the word? What? Season, or full year? All year? Full, all year, full all year? year? All year. I know it's an all year beer, but uh, for some reason, I don't know if it's the wolf on the front that just makes me think of a werewolf in, in fall, but I only drink it in the fall. That would have been a great winter. beer to drink during Game of Thrones. It would have been, but... Didn't even I, think um, about that. I don't. I only drink You're like John's Dire Wolf and my Dirt Wolf. Yeah, but I only Let's drink it in the fall it. and in the winter. That's it. That's the only time I drink it. Like, Why? Drink it, I don't know. Just because of the wolf? Maybe. I don't know. I can't figure I think it out. they changed the logo. Remember, it used to be like the actual werewolf, and it was like standing, and it was like uh, that yeah, blue and yellow. I kind of like that. I mean, this one's cleaner and a little bit sleeker, but and this is lighter. It's like a light blue. Yeah, the other one was very dark and almost looked like a midnight kind of like silhouette. Yeah, maybe that's why I only drink in fall. Now with this new light color, who knows? Maybe it'll be a year on. That definitely looks like a springy color. It does like you can tell when you break out all your pastel polos. Yeah, for sure. Totally wear that. It would go great with your, you know, the baby blue, your periwinkle. You know, all that kind of colors the you have. What color is Periwinkle? Purplish. Oh. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Yeah, um, I know you do. Um, so what do you think? All right, so it's... I was reading about it. It got a 95% on Beer Advocate, which it's, is a pretty reputable site for it's good. beer. Yeah. Um, it's 8.7% alcohol. It's a double IPA, just like 2X. Yeah, do you know what double IPA means? It means double the hops. Double the hops. And how do you know that? Because I'm a fucking genius. Or because I educated you, but regardless... <laughs> educate shit. Google educated it. Google me, bitch. You know, this is out of Pennsylvania. 
Yeah, it's a Philly, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe Downington. I was gonna say, isn't it between like Lancaster and Philly? Yeah, it's somewhere between Lancaster and Philly. Because where's Trogues at? Is it Lancaster? Uh, I think Trogues is Lancaster. Yeah, this is Downington. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Downington Abbey. Oh, dude, that's so. So, on top of that, I'm drinking. I went really off the board. I went pumpkin beer. Yeah, it's too hot out. I couldn't do it. Okay, we had this conversation the other day when you called me about what beer to get. I don't understand. I thought why... it was supposed to get cold again. Just okay, kidding. but I don't understand why you sitting in your basement in the air conditioning has anything to do with what kind of beer you're going to drink. Because there's something about like just the brisk air all day, being outside all day in the brisk air. It's like, mm, I'd like a fall beer. However, when are you outside in the brisk air degrees. all day? What do you mean? You drive in a car with the windows up. If it's hot out, uh, you turn the air conditioning on. I drive on. my windows down. And my sunroof open. If it's hot, you turn the AC on. If it's cold, you turn the heat on. It's probably a and fall is very... the perfect medium. Are we there yet? No. No, it's like the end Are of September. Out? Exactly. So it's too early. You're incredibly obnoxious. This episode. Beer. It's never too too early for pumpkin beer. Okay, why don't you just drink it in February? I would. Because you're weird. I will. I hate the fact that you're like, hey, I can only do this. Why the fuck can't I have a fucking pine tree in my fucking living room in April? You can if you're a sociopath. Go ahead. Well, that's kind of up for debate. And we it's, might be able to have my therapist on. And she might be like, well, there's evidence to uh, that's very true. lead to that conclusion. But neither here nor there. What I'm saying, though, is why do can't we break society's norms? I'm, I like I'm just, seasonal separations. Why does it make you feel... I live in Pennsylvania. I like all the seasons. You do. I love, if I lived in somewhere like Texas, where it's like hotter than hell on earth... Sure, drink whatever the fuck you want when you want. But I live in Pennsylvania. Dude, if I lived in Texas seasons. all the time, I'd be drinking water all the time whenever yeah. I wanted. Because I'd be like, this is 120 degrees. Exactly. This is abnormal. However, I live in Pennsylvania where we have four seasons. So I drink spring beer when it's spring, summer beer when it's summer, and fall beer when it's fucking fall. And winter? You drink winter beer? Yes. I don't know how much I love winter beer. Like the super uh, dark stouts. Winter log- I, I hate stouts. But like winter lager is so good. Sam Adams? That's really good. I'll fuck with that. Mad Elf? So good. Mad Elf like, is dangerous. It's like 11, what is it, 11% alcohol? Something like that. That's Trogues. You figure Trogues has a pretty good stable. Like, Trogues no, 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 is not PA has a pretty good stable of breweries. He's a lot of breweries. I mean, you figure Trogues. Victory. Victory. Yingl- I mean, Yingling? Uh, dude, I hate Yingling. Okay, well, it's still a good beer. No, it isn't. That is not a good it's beer. because we drank so much of it. No, it isn't. It's like saying Icy Light is a good beer. No, if we didn't drink... An outrageous amount of yingling through our uh, younger adolescent days. stages. Um, I think we're still in our adolescent stages. That's not true. Let's I mean, not fuck with Maybe about. our minds, but not our bodies. Oh, we had the dad book. <laughs> <laughs> and we put our bodies through hell and back. Um, uh, yingling. I'm trying to think of some other ones. We're probably missing one that's like right No, we're probably missing we're this shit. There's a bunch out in the center of PA. Trogues, Victory. There's so many like uh oh Helcon is there oh, oh is that's it a, that's the one in Oakdale yeah I'm trying to think oh, yeah, of, like, yeah, big okay. big breweries that people would know we just have so many small ones now it's so hard to like decipher no you I think mean, Penn Brewery goes kind of far I don't know I don't know how popular that is I think there's some like New Bethlehem and shit too some decent solid ones I think. Yeah, I mean, the big ones I can think about are Victory and definitely Trogues. 
on that, I'm looking at them online. Like, there's nothing that's like. It's not like there's not like a founders or something like that. Somebody that like travels across. Yeah, founders is what Michigan. Yeah, but I'm saying it's like there's. Trucks and Victory. Founders doesn't travel far. You can't get it in the south. As far as I know, I don't think I've ever Okay, seen but what I'm saying, there's not any other breweries around here that, like, okay, you can go to, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm going to go to Indiana, and I can pick up a case of this. Yingling. Nobody should have Yingling. Dude, people in the Straub. South love that shit. Straub sucks. Yeah, but there's a mass following for Straub. It sucks. It sucks. Anyways, I went Fatheads. Yeah, Fatheads goes for decently far. Spooky Tooth. I went the Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Because, I don't know. Actually, you know how I heard about this beer? How? So, I was at a bar. I know, shocking. Completely just off the, like, I went off the deep end. Um, completely against my norm. But I was at this bar, and it's this one right by my apartment. They have this kick-ass craft beer selection, which I had, what was it? Grist House, which is a local Pittsburgh brewery. I had, it was called Space Cactus. It was a New England IPA. Might have been one of the best IPAs I've ever had. It was so smooth, no bite. It was phenomenal. Anyways, I was sitting next to this couple, and I overheard them having a conversation about how they wanted to get really high. I was like, hmm, peak my interest. I'm like, I just want to see where this is going to go, right? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I'm listening, and I later found out that uh, they were going to Vegas next week, and they were talking about how they wanted to get a shit ton of gummy bears and chocolate covered pretzels and i was like i'm gonna just tell you something that the infamous snoop dog said he's like i don't the fuck infamous with snoop dog i was like i don't fuck with edibles because there's no off switch yeah they're like oh i just thought it'd be easier to take i'm like yeah but if you've never smoked weed before probably not the best way to roll into that whole endeavor anyway so they were talking about how they visit a lot of the uh breweries around here and i would like, assume that'd be like Starting drinking like uh, alcohol with drinking liquor, but Knob Creek. No, because I feel like that's what most kids do. They drink liquor first. Vodka. That's a bad analogy. Yeah. Go on. Um, it would be like, I guess if you started to be like a craft beer connoisseur, and you're like, let me drink Mad Elf. Yeah, I mean, like something that you don't like, just dabble into it. <laughs> Mad Elf. Or arrogant bastard. Um, but anyways, so they were talking about some of these uh, craft breweries around here, and they were really excited about. Um, this fathead spooky tooth because they're big beer connoisseurs and all this stuff like that and they're like we love this stuff it comes out you know once a year or I've seasonal n- never had it and we can't wait for it to come out so you and I went to go to the beer distributor for this and I saw that and I'm like hmm why not give it a try and I have to say it's actually pretty good it's not that pumpkin-y it's kind of got a spicy pumpkin to it if that makes sense like a little bit of a bite to it while it's has a little bit of that pumpkin is it under- better than uh, pumpkin I don't like pumpkin that much I don't think it's that great I think pumpkin is incredibly overrated and incredibly overpriced I mean anything that's fucking what $90 for a case yeah it's so ridiculous even even flying dog their pumpkin beer was like 60 or 70 dollars yeah that's ridiculous I don't know I mean do you think it's just something where it comes out in such a limited quantity that they can get it that price for it because people are like oh this only comes out once a year I'm gonna buy this case and keep it in my fridge I get but I just don't understand like then what do you like every once in a while you just go have like one of those 
Like, I don't. I don't yeah. really understand the point. Yeah, what is it like? Oh, we're gonna have one of these, and I'm gonna drink eight Michelob Ultras later. Yeah, like I don't like. Yeah, I don't know either. It doesn't make any sense. But I know people that do that. That are yeah. like whenever pumpkin Zombeck. comes out. Zombeck, Zombeck, Zombeck does it all the time. He also drinks like, Nowder Days. Like if I'm drinking a beer, I usually don't. Like I, I'm just drinking that beer that night. You know what I mean? Like I don't really. I like see. I like to switch it up. Nah, man. Yeah, see, if I'm drinking one like it's a super hoppy beer, I like to switch up with, like a lager or something like that, just to kind of change the taste profile. Yeah, because I feel like that's you, understandable. I'll do a light beer, but like, like come with like what? Uh, cleanse the palate. I could say. Yeah, like, it's just kind of gets everything out. Air quotes. Um. Yeah, but I know a lot of people that actually just buy like one kind of pumpkin beer, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna buy a thing of pumpkin, have a case of it, and just keep it in my fridge for like you know the entire fall." I'm like, wait, an entire case of beer can last you for, like, two months? That's so weird, man. That's impressive. Um, so, no, it's actually really, really good. I'm a fan of it. And it's 9% alcohol. Dude, you can't beat that. No, it's pretty good. It doesn't taste like 9%. So, of course, while we're drinking mm-hmm. our seasonal beers, I guess I can't even say mine's seasonal because it's not your season yet for a pumpkin beer. Um, we have – it's not – I don't think it's to be even a bourbon. It's probably whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. What? Gentleman's? Gentleman's Jack. I think it might be. No, it's definitely not bourbon because even Jack Daniels isn't bourbon. It's Tennessee whiskey. Pretty sure Gentleman's Jack is bourbon. I bet you it's not. What do you want to bet? I don't know. I bet you 20 bucks right now. All right. All right. You Googling this? Yeah. Go ahead. It's. Uh, I guarantee you it's a Tennessee whiskey because the only difference. Did you already Google it before I Google this? Did you already fucking Google this? No. What I'm saying though is that. Jack Daniels is a Tennessee whiskey. The only difference between Gentleman Jack and regular number seven is it's double filtered through charcoal. Charcoal. That's it. Only difference between two of them. So, so you just did Google it? I knew what Gentleman's Jack was and so how it became it. Gentleman's Jack and not Jack Daniels. Do I know what the classification for it is? No. But... I don't understand. I don't think you can go from a Tennessee whiskey to a bourbon just by double filtering it. So you can suck it, and you can give me. $20. I honestly wasn't paying attention to what you said. If I had to be completely honest, thanks. I'm really glad that you wanted to listen to me. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention at all. I was looking at my phone. Oh, as usual, that thing's like attached to your fucking hip. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't want to throw that thing through a wall every single day. I use it to block people out. I don't want to listen to. I like to get caught up in like emails and articles and that type of thing. You want to get you want to so get caught up in emails. Like listen to people, so talk. you can just be like a human server and just you know answer emails and that's all it is. I could be reading the same email over and over again just to block out voices. Wow, that's really fucking hurtful. Sometimes the truth hurts. It does. Sometimes it, it stinks. But sometimes you need that. Sometimes you know, so you need someone to be brutally honest with you and be like, "Look, that's I what hate, I'm here for." Yeah, you just be like, "Look, bro, I'm I here hate to the be sound your of your friend. voice." Yeah, I'm, I'm here to help you. Thank you for telling our listeners that, you know, you hate the sound of our voice, which is really advocating for a podcast. <laughs> Maybe they like listening to me. First off, I know I have a great voice for radio. Uh, do you have a great face for radio? Thank I you. I, was, I put that one up on the tee. I, I, just, I, I, I just saw that opening and I'm like, let me get, like, let's go with this. You can break out your inner stand-up comedy, which by the way, Ba-dum-tsh. Dave Chappelle's new comedy or stand-up. Oh, hilarious. Dude. That was one of the best ones I've seen probably the past couple of years. That was so good. Dude, how about when we were at uh, my brother's for uh, that fantasy football thing and I was just going around roasting everybody? First off, we're going to say this, is that we were at Kenny's Brothers Colton, who was on episode three, I think, of this podcast. 
and he had his fantasy football draft, and we were all at his house, and, you know, we were like, hey, maybe we can record an episode of our podcast. There's a bunch of people here. We had, what, eight to ten people sitting around a yeah. mic, yeah, and we're like, 10, yeah. hey, maybe we, got, we can get some insight about a topic, kind of get some bullshit going on, like a comical, um, just, like, thing going on, a flow. Well, it turned into Kenny just tearing everybody <laughs> apart for 45 minutes. Dude, I don't know who started. Somebody said something, and then I just came in there. Just I think you ball. started saying something. Somebody said something about Zombek because Zombek was just left at that point, so he was oh, just yeah. he so was free was game. So then all of a sudden, you just got on a roll, and you were like a diesel truck. <laughs> like once you started going, there was no stopping you. Dude, everybody kept laughing. So dude, I on. was crying laughing. It was the funniest thing ever. I have to go back and listen to it, and I need to see if we can salvage anything. I don't know. There was some. Uh... I was I was murdering everybody. You were. There was nobody that didn't get torn apart. Yeah, it was. You weren't biased towards anybody. You were just like anybody and everybody was going to get it that yeah. night. I was taking no prisoners. Dude, that was and fucking I was fucking hilarious. Not um, discriminating against. Anybody. You were not discriminating. That was the word I was looking for. That was fucking hilarious. So that episode maybe aired partially. We might do a little snippet if I my editing skills Dude, can like get upgraded. Five minute snippet. That'll be it. Maybe we could post that on like IG or something like that. A little like you know, snippet video kind of clip. But was that you? I was talking to when Cool was like, "You look like Kurt Cobain." Was that you? Mm. Was he talking? Was that you? You were in, you were insulting me, and you looked at me and you said, "You look like Kurt Cobain after he killed himself." Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "By the yeah. way, Kurt Cobain, Cobain took a shotgun to his face." And I was yeah, like, but somebody brought up Kurt Cobain, and then I was like, "You look like Kurt Cobain after he killed himself." Yeah, that brought was, him up. I have no idea, but that was ruthless, and uh, yeah, everybody got some that night. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. That was the hardest <clears throat> I've laughed in quite some fucking time. So, we got through the beer. We got through, I guess, whiskey slash bourbon, whatever it is that's going to owe you owe me. You're going to give me $20. I haven't even worn that. Um, what's your opinion on meetings? On meetings? They suck. Why? Because I feel like 99.9% of it can be accomplished through a phone call and a PDF file. I agree. I mean... That's I, why we shouldn't have picked something we agree on. Because, like, game, all right, you, you agree. Let's end. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I can see the premise of it. Like, looking at it from, like, the managerial spot, like, leadership. I can't at all, so please enlighten me. It's nice to... save the company so much money. I, okay, I can see that. But... I think it's also the point is it's nice to get everybody in the same room Why? and kind of talking. Why? Ooh. Why? Because if you're talking about something, first off, you get a bunch of people with a bunch of different ideo- ideological views, everything like that, like different ideas on what they're thinking. You can kind of... You Apparently never, you've never worked in corporate America. Never, ever, Do ever. Do you think anybody is going to sit in that room and be truthful? God, no, everybody's going to be a kiss-ass and be like, oh, yeah. yes, this is the great thing ever. Yeah. So what's the fucking point? And then how many times do you get people so that are like, the they're going to sit there in a meeting and then they go, and then they're texting everybody going, this is the most fucking useless, useless thing I've ever seen. Dude, I'll have people literally call me and be like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to do that. Like such a fucking big shot and how they're going to bitch about this and bitch about that. And then you go there and they're literally like, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'm not going to say what, I, what they're doing, but... <laughs> Is there brown stuff on their nose? I was going to go way further than that. I, I was trying to be but, diplomatic about it. 
Yeah, I'll be very diplomatic about it and say, uh, yeah, they agree with that. And I'm like, so why did you just call me and bitch? Fuck, two weeks straight before this meeting. What do we always if say? You're not going to voice People always want to bitch, though, just to bitch, but they never do oh anything my about God. it. Dude, that's what I hate about people. You know, I get it that sometimes life sucks and you want to bitch. And if you're going to bitch about then stuff, fucking do something. Do something. Have a set of nuts. If you're unhappy with your life, change it. You're unhappy with your weight, your physique, go to the gym. You're unhappy with your marriage, get a divorce. You know what I mean? Anything. You're unhappy with your job. Quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But other than that, yeah, you're not. I don't mean to, just like wake up and quit. Obviously, you can't do that. But you can find a fucking other job until you get rid of yours. Yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah, you can't be like, you know, hey, um, I have two kids and a wife. Obviously, you can't be like, hey, I'm going to up and leave and not be able to pay my mortgage next week. <coughs> but you can go down an alternative route to find something else you want to do mm-hmm. but I feel like people just like to bitch just to bitch because I feel like when people bitch about their situation it makes them feel special there's a little sudden I was talking to my customers actually this week and uh, he's he's gotta be he's gotta be like 50 that's really not that old we're gonna be 30 no I'm not saying he's old I, like, I, I, no, the way you said it was like he's gotta be 50 it was like, I'm trying to think he's like from what I'm about to say it's like old but I kind of respect it so his wife's been going to going to school for the last four years, mm-hmm. working obviously full time to pay for it. So she was like, "If I go to this school, I budget this, I can pay for it. We won't have any loans, and it'll get me out of a job I hate and get me into a job I like." And I was like, "I fucking I appreciate that. I like that." Yeah, especially too. If she's the same age as him. Mm-hmm. You got to think in the whole scheme of things. She's probably been doing shit she hated for the last, like, 20 years. Yeah, and 50 isn't that and old. Okay, so she graduates when she's 52. she's still 52. got another 15 years of work, basically. Yeah, so she's making, yeah, she's spending four years doing something so that she can have another 15 years of her life that she actually enjoys. And that's what people should do. But everybody's scared about that. Everybody is scared about that. Mm-hmm. Every, nobody wants to make a giant leap or a giant change. Nobody. No. I mean, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's so, I mean, I don't blame people for that because it's hard to just uproot everything and go against the grain and be like, I'm. So gonna- I, I like what what she's doing. She's like still kind of. She's not, there's not much risk there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She, they have kids. They have kids in school and kids in college. So she's doing it like the most riskless. She's just working her ass off. Mm-hmm. She's not risking anything. She's not quitting, and. uh She's paying for everything as she goes, and then she's going to get out. Yeah, but how many people there like that, let's say, that are in their younger 30s, and they're in a job they hate, and it's kind of a dead-end job that they're not going to be able to move forward due to their either one lack of education or two lack of experience, one or the other. But there's a lot of people that could do what she's doing and be like, hey, I'm going to go to night class, and I'm going to try to do something and try to better myself Mm -hmm. while also working. Yeah, I'm not sacrificing anything. I'm still going to get a paycheck. I just have to put in the long hours. People don't want to do that either. No. It's not, you know, and it's something people that are bitching about themselves. People don't want to put in the long hours to be successful. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. You know, I mean, you and I. I shouldn't say nobody, but. Okay. Not a lot a of very people. small people. There's a very small amount of people that actually want to put in the hours and actually want to fucking bust their ass for things. People would rather party and drink and do all that stupid shit. With. Yeah, if I don't have enough shit going on, dude, I like it drives go crazy, crazy, and I'm crazy. like, I'm super fucking antsy. I know, I love, I just, I need the chaos, dude. That's how like our office is like slowed down like a little bit. I'm like, I don't know how to process yeah, this. Where I'm like, I, like, need the chaos. Yeah, I could be like super like, okay, I can 
not that I don't take my time on things, but like, okay, be like super, 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 super methodical. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love the chaos. I love going nonstop. I love at the end of the day just being so mentally exhausted. And I'm like, yeah, the more shit on my plate, the better. Dude, I love it. Absolutely love it. But a lot of people that don't want to put in the hours for the shit, a lot of people are like, okay, I graduated college. I want to spend two years after college finding myself. Then I want to get my first job, make 100K a year, and that's it. And they're like, Wait, you think out of college you're making 100k? No, no, no. But I'm saying that's what a lot of people want to do. Uh, that's yeah, that's what they think's gonna. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, out. hey, let me graduate college. And their eyes open real quick. Yeah, and they don't want to build that. Like we've talked about almost that um, professional. Oh God, what the fuck is that? What I was talking about? Um, like the resume and build their like toolbox and everything like that, and the collateral they have for moving forward and really growing their career. And yeah, I mean, you and I fucking know probably a lot of people that friends family whatever it is that while you and i were you know i mean grinding on saturdays sundays putting in 70 hours a week they were out drinking doing whatever and partying and everything like that Mm -hmm. and then they they're like dude it's such bullshit that you have this xyz and all that stuff like it's like yeah you haven't seen the shit that i put in here to get here and that's what a lot of people don't understand is the shit that fucking you have to put in and sacrifice to get to where you want because everybody thinks it's just this like glorious now also I've had the opportunity of and I was a little bit I was extremely lucky to be handed the opportunity I did but there's a lot of people who had it who didn't run with it I think we both were I mean even what I got I wasn't qualified for what granted I murdered the interview so they hired me on the spot yeah. but like well, I it's just certainly like, wasn't qualified for well, it's it it's like you know I, I like because I'm a little about insecure about the fact that like I'm the owner's kid and there's just like I'm always nervous that people are going to think I just got handed it but I, I was reading someone's like imagine you're flying a plane your dad owns a plane and he's flying the plane and he goes hey you're going to be the pilot now and walks away <laughs> yeah you good. know what I mean and you keep the plane afloat dude, I kind of I mean but what I'm saying though is that yeah if you keep the thing afloat and you're doing extremely well and somebody just handed it to you with really no prior experience it doesn't be like, oh, you're just lucky that you got handed. It's like, okay, you're obviously good at what you do. Yeah, I kind of like the birth by fire, though. Trial by fire? Dude, I love that fucking shit. Yeah. Dude, I love that shit. I kind of like it. Well, that's what, like, we're trying. We hired two new employees in our office. And initially, I was trying to be, like, really, I wanted to be really hands on. But then, like, look, they're never going to learn anything if I take care you of them, like, like, kid gloves. You can't, you can't, you can't coddle them too much. No, because. Yeah. Then and then too, then they just get accustomed to like falling back on you. Like, oh hey, if I fuck up, you'll be there to catch me. You to- yeah, that goes with uh, like my industry too. So like, if they have a problem, they can run to their manager. Like, will you talk to this customer? Blah blah. But then that customer is never gonna trust you. Ever. They're gonna go over your head every fucking time. Yep. They're gonna email your boss, CC you on it. Like, not even respond to your shit. And like you can't let that like that happen, especially if it's a big account, and they know they're a big account. Especially when they have other brands that are like doing huge dollars for, they're never gonna give a shit about you. You're gonna go to your boss every single time. And that's where I'm at. Is I'm I'm like the end of the road. Like if people need something and they're not getting it from somebody that works, I guess with me for me, they go to me and they're like, okay, you need to take care of this. And nine times out of ten, I don't try to actually answer that phone call and personally take care of it. I'll try to talk to the person that, like, let's say one of my customers is calling about complaining about, like, hey, you need to help me out with this. I'll try to go to my employee and be like, look, we're having kind of an issue. You need to resolve this. Because if I jump in and take care of this, then it removes any kind of 
shit, oh, fucking my vocabulary is lacking today, is um, you don't have any power. You have no control. And they're going to be like, okay, you can't do anything because yeah, every time I'm just going to have to go to Adam. And I don't want that. I want them to be like, look, there's an issue. I'm aware of it. You need to figure this mm-hmm. out. So, no, I mean, like I said, I, I don't even know how the fuck we got onto this. I think it's oh, actually pretty good. meetings. It's actually a pretty good, like, kind of riff, though, off of this whole thing. I mean, I'm not upset about it whatsoever, but... Yeah, we're talking about meetings. They suck. I kind of... All right, so I kind of... Like I said... All right, maybe not in a big corporate structure. And maybe if you don't have a good... I don't want to say this, but, like, a good boss, us leader, that doesn't promote creativity and thoughts and ideas and everything like that people speak in their mind but i know in my environment having a very intimate setting where there's only like eight ten of us and sit around and have these meetings it's kind of let's say like an impromptu meeting where we all kind of sit around and we just spitball ideas and it's kind of just all of us bullshitting and kind of talking and it just it brings about a lot of things and you think about things differently that you wouldn't have if you know I mean everybody wasn't in the same room and they weren't talking about the same topic. You know I mean, like we'll be doing jobs and we have different project managers that do different jobs. And if I were just to talk to each individual project manager about how they're doing their job, we wouldn't come up with great ideas. But whenever we put everybody in one room and we talk about a project that somebody else is doing, one of the other project managers come up and be like, well, hey, maybe you could do this and do this and do this and do this. And then it sparks something that if I was just talking to one person, you wouldn't have got that. That's why I don't like big corporate meetings, but I don't mind like regional meetings because regional meetings can be smaller, more intimate. Mm -hmm. People are, and they like know the regions better, and it's not like it's less intimidating. Big big boss, it's just like your boss that you probably know pretty well. It's the boss probably you've had a beer with before, and you feel like you can have an open conversation with them, and you're not. That's why I like regional meetings because you can be like a little bit more honest. Like those, I would rather have the agenda of the big meeting mm-hmm. split into regionals and be like meet up with your little regional team because and then have be the more, heads of those regions come back to like exactly. the big meeting it's be like, more it's be more open more honest and it'll give the top guys a much better view of what goes on mm-hmm. on the streets you know what i mean yeah i think if you have your formal meetings like hey 2 p.m monday we're sitting down having this meeting here's your agenda here's what we're trying to hit on talk all this stuff like that I feel like, first off, you're limiting people's creativity because they're like, okay, here's the topics you want to talk about. I don't care. I don't care about whatever number or whatever thing, topic you want to talk about. But you have like kind of impromptu, like you said, like regional meetings, more intimate things. And people are a lot more likely to open up a little bit. Yeah, and speak their mind about like, look, Tom, what we're doing is really bullshit. Like this doesn't make any sense. I don't know why we're doing this. And then you get to spark an idea where like, okay, then you chime in and you go, yeah, I agree with them. Why are we doing this? This makes no mm-hmm. sense. And then your regional manager can carry the water to those guys, and he, and which he probably has like a little bit more clout with the big boss. Yeah. And sure. then he can, you know what I mean? Take those ideas and talk to the big boss. And be like, look, I'm getting a lot of feedback saying, hey, why the fuck are we doing this? So yeah, yeah I, I like think, this. I think the very big, yeah, big formal meetings do more harm than good. Yeah, I agree. And you're taking people. We're like, okay, you got. We're spending two hours of our afternoon, and instead of being, and especially in your industry, like retail, every hour you're not beating the ground trying to move product is somebody money out of their is, product. Yeah, somebody else is doing it. Yeah, so it's like, okay, why do we do this? 
Or you could just have, like you said, impromptu regional calls while you're driving between, you know, different spots. And you can do that and it makes things a lot easier. Mm. So, yeah, all right. So, look, see, you originally said I fucking hate meetings. And now we have kind of a, like, okay, maybe they have their spot for them. And maybe there's maybe there's a way that people that are listening to this that are maybe managers or leaders of bigger companies, they can cater meetings to a more intimate, like, setting and it'll get more out of people opposed to like, let's get 200 people in a room and let's talk about stuff. Yeah, it'll never, limited people will never get anything worthwhile done. Anything, ever. And then you get and one Plus dude, people don't look stupid, so nobody's going to speak up. But if it's like 15 people. Yeah, and then you get one dude might. at the front of the room putting on a PowerPoint for the entire meeting. And you're like, okay, so the only thing we learned about was this one person and his input and that's fucking it opposed to the 200 people we have in this room that can be creative and come up with new ideas so no I mean yeah so look we're I swayed you a little bit or not so I dissuade you but we had a conversation about it that kind of opened it up and maybe meetings aren't necessarily all that bad I think the way they're presented is poor anymore I would agree so alright so that was meetings, kind of, maybe. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't it was know. a little bit. That was actually a good conversation, though, about our whole like perspective on some of the things about like how you and I see the world and on top of meetings. Um, shout out to our IG, which is what? Beers underscore and underscore broskies. Or is it business underscores and underscore broskies? I think it's business and broskies. It's business and broskies. Business underscore and underscore broskies on the IG. Give us a like, everything like that. Our um, podcast link is in there. Always appreciate reviews and comments. If you guys have anything you want Kenny and I's opinion about on topics, throw it out. Give us a shout. Seriously. You know, I wouldn't even be like anything you guys want to. I feel like Kenny and I would be able to riff on anything and kind of give a different perspective um, on what how him and I see things. So you guys want to hear something want us to talk about something you guys have any beers you want us to try any kind of bourbon give us a shout out um we're trying to post new content on our ig we're going to try to get more frequent about the podcast um with it fall yeah, winter we're going to back on almost yeah, fall and winter it'll be easier to kind of rain it in a little bit yeah. um until the holiday set and then it'll be a shit show all over it'll again be a shit show all over, yeah. um but no so i hope you guys enjoy this was fun I enjoy doing this. This is kind of why we do it. It was fun to bullshit with Ken and have a intelligent conversation about some stuff. Um, so it was nice to get back to it. It was nice to get back to it, and it was nice to have an excuse to drink some beer and bourbon. I always like that excuse. How this all fucking started yeah. it was like, how can we make money or try to make money while also drink yeah. and bullshit? So, anywho, I'm Adam Harris. He is. <laughs> My back hole. Swallowing Dirt Wolf. <laughs> Swallowing uh, Dirt Wolf. Ken Miller. Dude, that's a good nickname. Uh, that's not a good nickname. <laughs> that is not a good nickname. You can nickname. see that as your PS4 gamer tag. Swallowing Dirt Wolf. Yeah, that's not a good nickname. You're the infamous? Ken Miller. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. We, we appreciate out. it.